This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Welcome back to this edition of the Kona Edge. We're going to be chatting some cycling on today's podcast and uh, again, chatting a little bit of uh, the mental aspect to it and uh, just really fighting the demons of uh, not wanting to ride for, for various reasons, one of them being safety and losing a friend uh, in a horrific crash. So make sure you stay tuned for today's episode. I think uh, it's one I think all of us at some stage in our triathlon career can resonate with. So uh, that's today's podcast with Megan Full now. And uh, before we get into that, just uh, a huge, huge thank you to everyone who is supporting the Kona Edge in various ways. Uh, we've got uh, the patron the Kona Edge patron uh, platform or, or, or opportunity for you to become a patron. And if you'd like to see our list of patrons, all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash patron. It's as simple as that. Uh, all the details are there. You can get your face in the Hall of Fame uh, by helping us out and keeping the lights on here at the Kona Edge. But enough of me yakking. Let's uh, head straight to the coach's corner and then we'll touch base with Megan Fulner. <laughs> It's time for today's Coach's Corner. If you're an athlete looking for a coach, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we've got access to some of the best triathlon and Ironman coaches around. If you'd like to find out more, uh, hook up with one of our coaches, whether you need help with a swim, bike, run, or nutrition, all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. You can get all the details there. Check out all the coaches that uh, we've got access to. And don't forget, too, if you are a coach and you would like to get access to uh, the podcast and get uh, a bit of a plug on the podcast, all you have to do is head over to that same URL, okay? It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page and you can get all the details there. So that's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Megan, welcome back onto to the podcast. Uh, you, you mentioned that you, your, your bike handling skills left a lot to be desired early on in your triathlon career. You had to really learn how to ride a bike, but you've gotten a lot better. Your, your bike has really, really improved over time, hasn't it? Yes, thank you. Yeah, my first half Ironman, I actually got in a bike crash. I was on the second mile of the bike and some girl ran, in, ran into my back wheel and I flipped off my bike and fractured my wrist and but I kept going and I ended up like passing out at cross the finish line so yeah that was my first major experience but <laughs> I've definitely put in a lot of work on the bike and I've learned to enjoy the bike I there is a time where I took a year off from cycling and triathlon training because one of uh, my sister's old teammates she was an elite triathlete and a uh, one of the best runners in the United States and she tragically got in a bike crash and died. And so, yeah, that year I just kind of took a break and I was, I don't know, just really scared of, to be back on the road. And then eventually I got back to cycling and I did a lot of trainer work. So I think the trainer really helped. And then I got comfortable back outside and, yeah, I, I really do love being outside riding through the country. North, North Carolina is a, a great place to ride bike. I mean, there's uh, some, some beautiful landscapes. You've got some decent mountains, too, to, to get some, some good hill work in. Yes, we do, for sure. Just a couple hours from Charlotte, we have Asheville Mountains, and they're awesome. They're, I like to do a couple of those trips 
for sure in a build up to an Ironman because I think those strength rides are awesome. And then one of my teammates lives um, in Georgia and there's um, the six gaps there that are really tough, challenging. And so that's fun to go for sure. You mentioned in our first chat that if you go back and start your, your triathlon career again, you would have got yourself a power meter a lot sooner. You Are, are you pretty scientific with your, your sort of training when it comes to analyzing the numbers and what you should and shouldn't be doing on the bike? Well, not really, actually. <laughs> I I kind of a balance. I, I like to go by RPE and feel, but I also like to have the power meter to have those specific watts but I'm not a slave to it. I mean, even in my last Ironman, I know this is crazy, but my power was 20 watts higher than what I was supposed to be riding. And instead of stressing out about it, and I, I know I wasn't over biking, like I felt fine. And I was like, oh, hopefully I'll be able to run off this, but it was fine. So I'm not a slave to it for sure, but it's just a helpful tool. And I use it simply as a tool, just another way to kind of gauge how you're doing out there for sure, so. Talk, talk to me about the, the mental side. We spoke a lot about the mental side in, in our first chat, but you, you talk about having taking time away from the bike just because of, of, of outside circumstances. You, you mentioned about falling and, and fracturing uh, something and then riding through that pain. How do you lift yourself up from a setback like that, from a, a crash or where something happens to someone you know and, and you then nervous to, to get back on the bike? It's, it's difficult. And again, it's that, the, the whole mental side of things. Yeah, so that one year after my sister's teammate died, I just, I was like, is this sport even worth it? Like, is it worth your life? And I was just kind of over stressing and all that. And I think I just kind of transformed my mindset and was like, it is such a gift to be able to do what we do and to, to ride outside. And, and so I kind of transformed my mindset and saw it as such a beautiful gift to be able to do that. And so yeah, that's what I've, I've actually done. And that's how I got back on the bike. And I know that riding a bike is a lot just like life. You're going to go through the valleys and you're going to go through the mountaintops. And so, yeah, I, I just love it because it really does parallel to life. And, you know, you got to keep grinding it out and pushing through. And then you'll have moments that it's just pure bliss and you got to embrace those moments. And then there are moments where it's just like, is this mountain ever going to end? And you just have to, you know, just stay relentlessly positive and push through. And yeah, it's good to have the camaraderie out there and that helps you get through and just enjoy, yeah, the, just the journey. Yeah, and I think that's that's an important point to make because we, we're all in the same boat. I don't think it matters where you live in the world. There are dangers about riding a bike on, on the roads, wherever you are. But the truth of the matter is you can be sitting on your sofa watching the television and the roof on your house could cave in and kill you. So uh, it, it's you, you've got to put things in perspective and, and, and balance the risks. I mean, don't be stupid about right. where you ride your bike. But also you, you can't live your life with the fear of, of what if. You, you've got to get out exactly. there and, and experience things. That's so true. And I think that's what really helped change because I was living in fear instead of living in fear. I mean, just, yeah, that's not the way to live. And so I transformed that. And yeah, like you said, you got to, yeah, I mean, you just have to enjoy what you're doing and not be afraid that something bad is going to happen. And I mean, even today I was out running and I did a couple pickups and this guy who was limping 
he was probably 80 years old walking his dog and he was like, I wish I could do what you do. And that just made me think like, it really is a gift to be able to swim and bike and run. And so we can't take it for granted, but you don't want to live in fear of the what ifs and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Favorite bike workouts. What do you, what do you absolutely love? Or or should I say, what do you hate to love on the bike? (laughs) Good question. Well, one of my good friends lives out in Tucson and I love going up Mount Lemon and then eating the cookie at the top. So that's probably my fave, but that doesn't happen very often because I can't get out there very often. But, and I don't like descending. <laughs> so it's fun <laughs> if we have someone that can drive us down. But I would say on a day to day basis when I'm working hard and training for a big race, workouts that I like to do are those VO2 max workouts where you're just really crushing it for a short amount of time and then you have kind of good solid recovery and so I'll just grind it out be sweating profusely on my trainer and then I'm like such a dork I'll read (laughs) read a book for those like three minutes to recover and I just kind of get out of the mindset of what I'm doing and then I'm like oh time time to go again and then I push 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 so I like those workouts. Awesome. Well, I look forward to chatting about your run next time out. Megan, thank you so much for your time on the Kona Edge today. Much appreciated. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. Before I leave, a quick iTunes review uh, from KM Kranz in the United States saying, love all the Ironman talk. I'm a 15-time Ironman finisher, and I'm still learning new things. I think that's one thing I love about the sport as well is uh, it doesn't matter how long you've been around it, there's always something to learn and always an area to improve on. And that's why I love putting these podcasts together. Hopefully you get a little nugget out of each little one that you can apply to your training. uh, And hopefully it'll make you a better athlete in the long run. So that's my goal. And thank you for being part of it and helping me spread the message. Uh, And uh, yeah, helping as many athletes as we do around the globe. So until next time, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.